You're watching KCMI-TV. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, our study tonight, I think, will be something that when we're finished, you will have a clear understanding in your own life on how to be successful in the Lord in certain areas. Um, I am I'm totally convinced of this, that the success that we want to see that we've not seen in the earth is not because God doesn't have the ability to do it. I think it's more on our part that we have not been the vessels that God needs in order to accomplish his work. And uh, in Isaiah 43 and 13, uh, part of this verse says this, I will work. God is speaking. He says, I will work. But he said, who will let? Or that literally means who will withdraw or turn back. And so uh, God does not choose to work independently of people. Uh, we live in a time where what we see is a joint effort between us and the Holy Ghost. And so uh, we know this by the scriptures that, of course, we have God the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we know that the Father is in heaven today sitting on the throne. Scripture plainly declares that. It also says this about Jesus, that after he rose from the dead and 40 days later, he ascended up unto the Father in heaven, and he sits on the right hand of the Father today. And when he was leaving, he said, I am going to leave so that the Holy Ghost can come to the earth. And so we know that in the earth today, the part of the Godhead that is in the earth today is the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Bible says this, that Jesus Christ is the head of the church. And several verses declare this, that we're the temple of God, we're the temple of the Holy Ghost, and that we are the body of Christ. And so there is a joint union here between uh, God and the church. And I, I, I totally understand this, that it is Jesus Christ that issues the commands out of the spirit realm into the earth. But it is the body of Christ that carries out those commands. And so many times we, we just think, well, God, just do it. And God say, no, I need you to be a vessel that I can flow through. And, and I think it's in Matthew, it talks about, it says, if any two shall agree on earth concerning anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for the Father. And uh, what I want to draw to this verse is this, is that for God to be successful in the earth and for us to see what we want to see accomplished, it comes out of agreement. There has to be an agreement between you and the Spirit of the Lord to release what God wants to release in the earth. You know, the verse that we quote so many times, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, or they begin to speak what the Holy Spirit is wanting to say, he says, if they will pray, then I will heal. He does not say, if my people who are called by my name that are wounded, I will heal. He says, there first has to be prayer. And so when I, when I go to prayer in the mornings, uh, I'm very careful about this. I begin to ask the Holy Ghost, 
to let me understand what the will of the Father is. Remember when Jesus said, they said, how do we pray, Father? He said, you say this, my Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done in earth as it already is in heaven. And so I don't just pray uh, with, with buckshot and just randomly, just whatever I want to say. I need to know what the mind of the Spirit is. Why? Because you cannot come into agreement with the Holy Ghost unless you know what the Holy Ghost wants. And so when you come into agreement, you get into the atmosphere of prayer and you begin to pray. This is why praying in tongues is so important. There are many times that I do not really understand in my natural mind what God wants to do that day. And I believe that every day God has a certain purpose that he wants to release into the earth. And so there are some times that I go to prayer, I have an unction, and I begin to declare in English what I'm feeling because I feel a, a, an unction in God what to say. But there are other times I can feel the weight of God on me, but I'm not sure what the Lord is trying to say. So what I do is I begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. And I don't know what I'm saying in English. I don't understand that what, what's being declared by my spirit language, but I do know this, that when I step over to the spirit of praying in tongues, that I come into agreement with God. And when I come into agreement with God, then I begin to release the commands of Christ in the earth by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, even in Isaiah, I think it's the 30, maybe it's the 37th chapter, the Valley of Dry Bones. Um, there are many things that happen in the beginning where the, the bones come together and the sinew and the flesh and the skin and all of that. But the Bible says that there was no life in them. And then the Lord looked at the prophet and he said, don't prophesy to the dead bones. He said, prophesy to the wind or to the Holy Spirit. Why? Because for there to be life begin to come into this army of men and women that were dead, it was going to take the power of the Holy Ghost, but it had to be something that the prophet and the Holy Spirit were declaring together. So the Lord says, prophesy to the wind in Ezekiel. He says, prophesy to the wind, prophesy to the Holy Spirit. So the prophet begins to prophesy to the Holy Spirit. What is he doing? He is declaring what the Holy Ghost needs to do. And the moment he declares that, there's this union that comes together in the Spirit. And the Bible declares that when that happened, that this exceeding great army that had been dead rose upon their feet. And they became powerful in the Lord. Um, this is why prayer is so important for a believer. You know, you hear people say, well, you know, the Lord knows what I need. And when he's ready, he'll do it. That attitude will never get you anywhere and will never get you anything from God. You have not because you ask not. And so um, a lot of Christians... And it's sad to say, but a lot of Christians only pray when the enemy has done damage to them and they want God the Father or the Lord Jesus to come in and fix that damage. If you wait to pray only until damage has occurred, 
you're going to live a life that is very unfruitful and very disappointing. The key is learning to pray before there's ever any damage. When you learn how to pray in the Holy Ghost and you come into agreement with God, then what happens is you no longer have to pray about damage because you are preventing the damage from ever happening. You head it off before the enemy can ever begin to carry it out. And so um, this, when, we, when we pray, and, and I know this, we release the Holy Spirit to work in the earth. I think the Holy Ghost in the earth right now has so many things that he wants to accomplish. You say, well, Pastor, you know, you're referring to the Holy Ghost as a person. Jesus said he. He called him a pronoun. He said when he comes, the Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead. He is an entity and he is at work in the earth. And I can't imagine living my life without the power of the Holy Ghost. And so when we, uh, when we, when we release the Holy Spirit in us, when we begin to pray, and I sense this a lot of times when I'm praying in the morning, that I am releasing the Holy Ghost to go to work in the earth, that there is this agreement that I've come into with the Holy Spirit. And um, I really know, I know this for a fact, that the success that the Holy Spirit has in the earth as he flows through you and I as vessels is totally dependent or contingent on how clean the vessel is. And there are a lot of people that have so much stuff in their life and it's like trying to run water through a conduit or a pipe. If there's a lot of hindrances or buildup in that pipe, even though the water is pure, it cannot flow through like it should, should because there's too many hindrances in there. There's too much constriction. And a lot of Christians never get the success they want in their prayer time because they got too much stuff in them. And this is why it's very important to me personally that I keep my life clean, that I keep my life pure. That, and, and I'm sure that we've all done this. I'm guilty of that. I've been guilty of this that you have something you really need God to deal with and you go in prayer and because there's areas of your life that are not where they should be, immediately the enemy will begin to remind you of your failures or the sin or the fault and instead of being able to declare an agreement what the Holy Ghost wants, you begin to have to deal with all this stuff. And so when you live a life of holiness, that's why the Bible says, be ye holy for I am holy. When you live in this state to where you're clean before God, the Holy Spirit can begin to speak to you something, a rhema word, and immediately you shift over to the realm of the Spirit of the Lord and you come into agreement and the enemy cannot bring up to you in your mind, well, you failed in this or you have this problem, you have this weakness. Why? Because it's under the blood and you begin to release uh, the Spirit of the Lord. Um, God cannot accomplish anything independent of us. That's the restriction he's put on himself. And it's, it's very apparent that I think the nation got in the mess that it's in because the church got so 
caught up in its own ambitions and visions outside of God that we quit coming into agreement with the Lord. Everything that you need God to do in your life can only be done by the Holy Ghost. If it could be done by us, then we wouldn't even be going to prayer in the first place. And so God needs men and women. I, you know, that's just why the verse says, I will work, but, but who will withdraw or who will turn back? The Holy Spirit is willing to do great things in all of us, but he needs us to come alongside of him in unity. And oh, how many times have, have you and I been in prayer and you could just sense there was such a oneness between you and the Spirit of the Lord and out of that, the depths of thy soul begins to come this utterance and this release in the, in the spirit of prayer. And, and you begin to pray in the Holy Spirit and your tongues begin to magnify the name of the Lord and you can feel things breaking by the power of God. And this is what we're beginning to see now that we are seeing the remnant in the earth, not just in the United States, but we're seeing the remnant in the earth that has come in prayer and there's no sin in them. Jesus said this, he says, the devil has nothing in me. He can't stop me because there's no sin, there's no strongholds. The remnant that you and I are a part of is clean and holy in this hour and the devil will not stop what God is doing. And so, of course, Christ being the head of the church. And uh, there's a verse that talks about that that God would fill us uh, with the knowledge, knowledge of his will, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, and that we would understand what is the hope of his calling. Did you know that heaven has hopes and has desires? And as I've gotten older in the Lord, uh, seeing the fulfillment of God's desires and God's hope has overtaken mine and I know that many of you feel the same way and that that's why the Bible says that if we will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness then all these other things will come to pass and uh, we can stop God dead in his tracks if we don't stay in agreement with him and we don't allow the Holy Ghost um, when you're praying in the spirit you are you are repeating you're declaring what the Holy Ghost wants to do. He's already declared it, but when, that's why the Bible says if any two agree, they begin to come together, they're in unity, they begin to declare the same thing. He said, there's nothing that you cannot do in prayer that the Father will not answer. And so uh, in the hour that we're in, if you want to walk in victory with the Lord, you have to be in a place to where there's nothing inside of you that can stop the flow of the Holy Ghost. And you also have to be in a place that you understand what the mind of the Spirit is. Uh, God will tell you secrets. God will give you unctions. He, he will impress you with things and, and you'll find yourself in prayer beginning to pray things and you think, wow, I didn't think of that or whatever. What is that? It's you coming into agreement with the Holy Ghost, allowing him to pray through you. Jude says this, for we know not what to pray even as we ought, but the Spirit maketh intercessions through us with groanings that cannot be uttered. 
And so, as great as Jesus is, he needs the body to come into agreement with him. And that's through prayer. And as I end this, this evening, there's no way you can be in agreement with Jesus without prayer. You have to speak it. Jesus did not think the world into existence. The Word did not think it into existence. The Bible says it was framed by the Word of God. It was spoken. God needs you and I to declare verbally in the Spirit what the Holy Ghost wants to do. And boy, when you do that, you release the Holy Spirit into the earth. And we're coming into a season now where for the first time, I think in a long time in the nations, there is a group of men and women that are taking the leash off of the Holy Spirit and we're saying, Holy Ghost, do what you want to do. And when you loose the Godhead in the earth, there is nothing that cannot be accomplished by the power of God. So I hope this has blessed you. I hope it's giving you some insight tonight on just how to walk a little bit um, more cognizant of the way God wants to do things. Stay in the Spirit. Ask the Lord to teach you to hear the voice of the Lord. He said, my sheep know my voice. I'll see you next week. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.